If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Star Wars 7x7, episode 564. Today is part 7 of our deep dive into the secrets in the script of Star Wars The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of Full of Sith, and you are listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and just to give you an idea of where we are, we're on page 49 of the 111-page script of The Force Awakens, and we're going to be jumping ahead a good few pages during this episode today. And the first thing we want to flag for your attention is as the folks in the Millennium Falcon are getting ready to escape from the Aravana. There is a throwaway line from Han where he's yelling back to Finn and Chewie, and he yells, hang on back there. And I don't know if you recall from A New Hope with Luke in the battle for the Death Star, yelling back to R2-D2 and yelling, hang on back there. I think that might have been a subtle one that might have slipped by a lot of folks, but I like the fact that there was that other little piece of dialogue that made it into The Force Awakens. And I'd love to know if you know of any other ones aside from that, or I have a bad feeling about this, that made it into The Force Awakens. Leave them in the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. All right. From here, we are jumping over to the big meeting, the first meeting that we get to see between Supreme Leader Snoke and Kylo Ren and General Hux. Now, before we get to them, we actually get a description of the exterior of Starkiller Base since we're seeing it for the first time. And the language that they use in that is kind of neat, I think. It's been hacked and modified, a natural planet that has been hacked and modified into something sinister. I liked the use of the word hacked here somehow. There's something very neat and interestingly framed about that. You know, it is something that you would think of normally with computer systems, but essentially they've hacked the actual construction of the planet itself, hacked into the geology and the natural dynamics of the planet itself to turn it into a weapon, which is entirely different and yet somehow very, very familiar. Then we get inside to Snoke and Hux and Kylo Ren in a massive and dark assembly room, as it's described. I had wondered what exactly was going on. It is an assembly room with hundreds of desks in a stadium arc, as it's described. So definitely a lot of other things going on in this particular space. It's not the same sort of meditation chamber, even though that looks like chapel-like in its way in The Empire Strikes Back, where, you know, it did look like there was other seating in there. I wonder who else is in there, if that's just for briefings or whatnot. But I think that's a yeah different situation entirely. Anyway, we have Supreme Leader Snoke described as old, wounded, fragile, and powerful, all at the same time, described not entirely human at nearly 25 feet tall. Now, Supreme Leader Snoke is a 
is a hotly debated topic in the Star Wars universe right now. First of all, whether he is actually 25 feet tall, as the hologram has him, or, I mean, you know, the Emperor's head was pretty gigantic in The Empire Strikes Back, and obviously he was a normal human-sized thing, but he's described as not entirely human here, but we don't necessarily know what that means. Like, what in, if he's not entirely human, then what else is he? And there's no real indication... You know, this was one of, for me at least, I don't know about you, but one of the more, I guess, letdownish points of The Force Awakens because listening to the interviews with Andy Serkis about how his, uh, his appearance could not be done with practical effects, that it kind of required CGI because of some idiosyncratic bone structure. I think this is the phrase that I have kicking around in my head. I expected something a, a lot different from what, I saw in The Force Awakens. I saw, thought something would be a lot more awkward and strange, and instead it seemed more like a, uh, you know, like bald, gigantic, Edvard Munch scream type <laughs> appearance. But, you know, that's just me. Now, here's a place where I get a little frustrated with the fact that Jedi is both singular and plural, because Snoke talks about the droid leading them to the last Jedi, and he says, If Skywalker returns, the new Jedi will rise. And is Snoke talking about just a bunch of Jedi in general, or is he talking about a new Jedi in particular? Is there some knowledge of Rey or of some other particular person? I mean, it's likely Rey, right? But if is he talking about one person, or is he talking about the Jedi as a whole? That I wish I... I wish I knew, and I wish we <laughs> had different singular and plural forms for Jedi, unfortunately. And about Snoke himself, who, in some of the descriptive copy in the script, he almost seems to die during the conversation with General Hux. That is, when Hux tells him about using the planetary weapon, says Snoke considers almost seems to die for a moment, then says go oversee preparations. So there's a huge debate, of course, raging about Supreme Leader Snoke's actual identity. Is he Darth Plagueis, in fact? Is he Governor Tarkin somehow surviving the blow-up of the first Death Star, even though he was standing right there in the control room when it blew up? Is he possibly the operator, which is the uh, name for the informant inside the Empire during the novel Star Wars Aftermath? Or is he the admiral that's standing on the bridge that Admiral Ray Sloan meets up with at the end of Aftermath? Or is he someone else? Look, I'm sorry, I'm going on record in saying he's Supreme Leader Snoke. <laughs> that's all there is to it. He's Supreme Leader Snoke. He's a new character being invented for the purposes of The Force Awakens in the sequel trilogy. And I think we're going to find out a lot more about him and where he comes from and what his deal is in the next movie. So we're going to have to wait another few hundred days for it. Less than 500 now, which is pretty cool. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, before we send you off into hyperspace, here's some trivia for you. I'm immune to the light. Last time we asked you the names of the two other parties that had possession of the Falcon before Onkar Plutt, and that was Duquesne and the Irving Boys. Today's question, what two modifications did Onkar Plutt add onto the Falcon? The name of the parts will do just fine. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you take any awful risks with homing beacons, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not an easy escape, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.